Okay, I'm here at the Game Developers Conference online in Austin, Texas, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Um, hi, my name is Justin Malden. I'm the marketing manager at Papaya Mobile. Okay. And uh, what's, what's Papaya Mobile about? Uh, Papaya Mobile is essentially a social network service that um, integrates a lot of um, a lot of different features that allow users to connect with one another in a real community sense. So, um, if you if you've heard of some of our competitors like Mobage or OpenFaint, um, they really grew their network on iOS. Uh, but in terms of our user base, we really grew it on Android. So now we have over 30 million users, um, and there's some key differences. So for example, in terms of for developers, we have a virtual currency system that works across all of our games and uh, helps helps developers monetize, especially in like the freemium model, which is where a lot of a lot of games are really going. Um, and that in addition to the fact that all of our games are um, really integrated well with our social features. So whether it's you're talking to one another on chat rooms, you're creating circle posts, news feeds, um, all of our users stay more engaged, um, which ultimately leads to more virality, and that's what our network is basically about. Um, and are most of these users in the US, or is it worldwide? Uh, what, what, I guess, uh, countries do you primarily target? So right now, most of our 30 million plus users are in the United States, um, as well as we have several more million in China, and we're growing that as well. But um, generally, I mean, I would say United States is the primary market. And so for developers out there, um, if they're interested in your service, what they would do is they would just look at the features that you have and then figure out how to integrate some of the features into their game, or is it a, is it an all-or-nothing thing, or how does that work? Well, so they can pick and choose which features they want to integrate. Um, the nice thing about it is like all of our tool sets are completely free. So the only time that um, we have a revenue share model is if developers want to use our virtual currency system, and we handle all the you know, processing, and the billing, and the payments, and all that stuff. Um, but in terms of if they just want to join the network, if they want to get you know, access to all those 30 million users, um, there's absolutely no, there's no cost whatsoever. It's totally free. They can pick and choose how they want to integrate it. So some games, it might make sense to have achievements. Maybe sometimes it doesn't. But um, yeah, they can pick and choose what they want to add. And um, in, in exchange for this, do they have to be doing anything else? Do they have to be promoting other games in the network? Or how, how does that uh, work? And do, um, do developers, yeah, how do they get into the distribution? Because I know I think Papaya has some programs where you can get distribution or, so for smaller developers where the price of these installs are going up, um, how can they leverage your network or your service to actually get uh, more exposure? Sure, that's a good question. Um, well, I think one of the key differences is that when you join our network, um, we have a lot of social networking services promotions. So we have like an app, you know Android app of the day kind of thing that's on our network. We have uh, Pmail, which is basically Papaya email, um, that when someone logs in, they'll get a notification, and we'll, we'll sometimes do that. When new games come onto our network, we always ensure that we do some sort of promotion for their game. Um, and in addition to driving revenue that way, um, going back to your, your initial question of uh, Sorry, it was Which is just distribution, how just can we get um, more exposure and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, the, the reality is that all of that is completely free, um, so you're not having to pay for any of that, which is, and a lot of the time, so for example, if we're playing a game together, um, and I can, I can recommend a game to you, so that when you log in, you'll see that I just recommended a game for you to go play and download. Um, so there really is a lot more virality in that sense. And the other is that, um, 
So let's say, like for me as a gamer, when I play a game and I beat the game, it's usually done for me, right? Like, so I'm not gonna play it anymore. Um, and I think that our social network changes that. So for example, let's say that, you know, we're close friends. Um, I log in and I see that you just, you'll get an, I'll get a notification that says that you just beat my high score in that game. So now all of a sudden I'm gonna try to one-up you because I'm a competitive person and I'm gonna log back into that game that I probably would have never played again to just try to, just to try to get that score. And then, so there's a lot, there's a lot more of that going on. Um, and I think that ultimately that's what, that's what drives distribution, right? Is that when users are recommending their game and when users are playing your game, um, that makes it successful. And can you talk about some of the success stories of uh, you know games that are using Papaya Mobile uh, successfully on the Android platform? I, I, I've seen some of them. So. Sure, sure. So, um, well, we have we have a couple of different products. Um, our game engine is a is a two D game engine that um, that several like really indie developers. Like for example, um, one example I'm thinking of is I think it might be. Paradise Island um, or Treasure Fever. Um, it's basically three guys out of college, never made a game before. Um, they started using the tools within uh, a few months. They had built their first game. They released it onto our network, and now these guys are making about twenty thousand dollars a month. Um, and, and games on our network that can easily do that. I mean, that's that's not unheard of. We have really high ARPUs and. Um, yeah, I mean, in addition to some of our some of our bigger games like Papaya Farm that are really social and, and really well thought out and well designed, I mean, they generate they, they gross over a million dollars. I mean, so, and I think the the key thing is that our game engine, our social features, um, our our upcoming um, mobile splash conversion process, it's very simple and easy to use, um, and. I mean, if, if you integrate it well and you design a game to be social in nature um, and you use our virtual currency, you will make a lot of money. So that's just my opinion. But Yeah, can you, um, can you talk about any other numbers? Are there any other numbers you can share in terms of revenue that people are making on your network or um, even about your apps? I'm trying to think, you know, we actually, one, one good um, place to go is if you go to our blog, we actually put out um, like monthly infographics and just over the last two months, I don't have the stats in front of me right now, but uh, we've, we've released some, some really good numbers and in terms of like what our ARPUs are and actually who, who are the, the whales on our network. So, right, so everybody hears about how this is like a billion dollar industry, but I don't, I don't think a lot of people can really connect how to get, how, where is that coming from? And it's coming from, you know, some of the whales on our network. So, for example, you know, I think the largest amount spent by someone on our network was over $5,000, right? Um, and, you know, these whales on our network are only probably about, represent about 4%, but they generate over 60% of our revenue. And everybody wants to get the whales, right? And so the thing is that we found when we started, like, diving into the analytics is that, um, you know, our social whales need socialization. They, they, they post on average anywhere from two and a half to six times more using our social features. They integrate, they're communicating with their friends. And so if, if you're not integrating social features, if you're not thinking about these, these things, you're not gonna get the whales and you're not gonna get the people who really spend a lot of money on games. Yeah, um, you know, can you talk about, you talked about social features. Are there any other specific mechanics that you find would be relevant to other game designers and develop, mobile game designers and developers to just, you know, make their game more engaging, stuff like that? Um, well, I think that, I mean, it's, it depends on the game because there's, you know, I think that 
you know, an action game is so different than a social game. Um, but and I think that that's really where our network is, is strongest is, is in social games and casual gaming, um, and that's where that's where, where um, game developers can make a lot of money. I think that um, if you take an example like uh, like X City, um, which is on our network and just released on the iOS, uh, they do a really good job of of making sure that. Like, so for example, if I'm playing the game, I can go and visit another person's city, I can go and help them level up and gain experience, and then uh, that user can come and do the same thing to me. It's when you start, um, it's when you start pulling in other other users in, into your game in terms of like not just playing by yourself or, or adding achievements or leaderboards, but when it's so seamless that I can go and visit my friends' um, games or, or or even view their achievements or whatever it is. Um, I think that that's really what makes makes it work. And and where do you see the mobile game development market going? Do you feel that Android's gonna, you know, be the predominant or preeminent platform? Uh, where do you feel iOS versus Android's going, and just uh, the future of mobile game development in the next twelve months? Um, that's a tough question. I mean, I, I think that I think that Android has been exploding lately, um, and I think they're going to continue to do so, and especially in uh, emerging markets like China. Um, you know, we've seen just astronomical growth. I mean, China's, I know I'll get to the United States, but China is incredible because it's the second, uh, it's the fastest growing market and in 2012 it'll probably be the second growing or second largest Android market. I mean, they have like over 50 million Android phones uh, and, and the reality is it's a price point thing. So when you break down the cost to a user um, in China, for example, it's something like $600 for, the, for an iPhone, then you have to have a $300 deposit, then they have a monthly fee of $45 and only about 5% of the the mobile market can actually pay that and when you start looking at okay maybe an entry-level smartphone like a ZTE um, you know half the cost like only maybe $25 or $30 a month for a plan and now 20 20% can afford that and we're talking that's hundreds of millions of people so when I look at it um, I'm a huge fan of Apple I'm, I love I have an iPhone as well as as well as a droid um, and I love both platforms, but I think ultimately um, there's just so there the amount of uh, Android phones that are coming out every couple months, they're, and they're getting better with every iteration. I think ultimately will uh, they, I, I believe that Android will dominate, and I think that they're already starting to do that. Um, you know, Apple's an incredible company; they're incredibly innovative, um, but there's a lot of competitors that are hungry to get that to get that market. And Papaya um, Mobile is giving a talk here at GDC about China. Um, you know, can you talk more about that? I think there's a program you guys have. Sure. Um, yeah. So we have a program called Gateway to China, and that's for developers who want to get their games into China. So what we ha we do is we handle all of the localization, um, and then which is a big deal because I think a lot of developers, if you don't know Chinese, how are you ever going to be able to translate all that stuff and do it yourself? Um, the second is there's hundreds of app stores in China, and it's so, and some are small, some are big. There really hasn't been any clear winners yet. But if you're a developer here, how would you possibly know where to go and where, how to distribute it? So we handle all of the app, Lord, um, app store distribution, uh, as well as we have a lot of contacts, and so we do a lot of marketing and PR buzz. So we have really good relationships with OEMs and carriers there. So depending on the the, the level of the game, we could we can go and actually get preload. So for one of the games that we recently just launched through this program, they had about 20 million devices with their with their game preloaded. So this program is completely free for developers. If you integrate um, Papaya social features and you want to bring
bring your game over to China. Um, there's absolutely no upfront cost for you. It's uh, it's a revenue share model. So you know, basically, if you don't make any money, we don't make any money. Um, it's it's a win-win. Can you talk about the rev share split? Um, yeah, it's. I think it's 85, 15, 85 going to the developer. I mean, it, it's going to vary because some app stores, like the, I think the carrier app stores, actually require you to go through their in-purchase billing, um, and some of the smaller ones actually are just trying to get so many games on their network yeah. they're not even taking a cut yet. Um, so it'll vary, but generally it's 85, 15. Um, you know, the one thing I noticed between U.S. games and China, China games, or you know. Uh, Asian games is the art style. It's very different. I mean, can an art style that is resonating with people in the U.S. and Western states even work with uh, the audience in China? Um, have you seen that even work, or do the people who not only have to do translation, do they have to also do kind of an art translation? That's, a, that's an interesting question. I, I would say the jury is out on that one at this point. We've um, we have over 200 games in the pipeline already that are going to be launching um, in China, and the but. It's so new still that the ones that are out there, we're still learning and we're seeing what is popular, what's working, what's not working. What I can say um, in terms of artwork, I don't know to be honest, but I would say that um, what works well in China is a freemium model. You cannot have paid games enter China because there's so much intellectual property theft that they'll just take your app uh, and re-upload it and you'll basically be out of a lot of money. Um, so you that again, it goes back to that you have to have a freemium model if you integrate um, and keep users engaged socially, um, they'll want to come back and then all of a sudden they want to spend money because they're, they're so involved in the game. And where can listeners, developers, find out more information about your services, uh, potentially integrate your services with their mobile game? Sure. So um, anyone who's interested can go to papayamobile.com, um, sign up. It literally takes two seconds It's you know um, to become a developer, and then all of a sudden you can start looking at the different developer tools. We have um, a new product that's coming out in just a few weeks. It's called Splash, and what we're doing is any HTML5 game or Flash game, uh, it's literally a five-minute conversion process, and it spits out an APK ready for Android market. Oh. So, so games that you know basically have only been generating revenue off of maybe ads can now easily come onto a mobile platform, integrate virtual currency, and start monetizing. And that's what people are. That's like we've had a few developers that are going through this process now that we're working with, and they're seeing really good results. Um, and in addition, we also have a social SDK that's very easy to download and integrate. Or if uh, developers are interested in using our game engine, it's a great 2D game engine. It's OpenGL, um, and they can create games within just a few weeks. And, and so even for Flash developers, then, they might be able to use your service to get onto mobile, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and also for the Corona listeners out there, uh, you guys have uh, integration with Corona SDK too, right? Yeah, we also integrate uh, with Corona as well as with Unity. So, um, you know, our our goal is to make developers' lives easier. We don't, um, we want to offer as many options as possible, and so we're going to continue to bring out um, more compatibility with more engines, um, and whatever works, whatever developers want to use, we'll find a way to make it work. Thank you very much.